to kind of launch into this year in a different note. We, we kind of have, want to have one leg in 2023 um, and then have the other leg in 2024 already. Um, and we're going to do it in a different way. So what I've done is um, I've asked three people to um, just share with me some things. And the first person is going to introduce kind of like the focus of how we, we're going to be doing this. But um, I want to ask you to open up your hearts this morning. Because you know what the thing is for us is that we, we have the responsibility as elders to, to guide and to equip you. But we also feel that there is so much that God is investing in your lives. And obviously, we can't line up everybody every Sunday. It's primarily our responsibility. But there comes times when we want to celebrate other voices. And this morning is one of those. And I want to ask you to open up your heart. You know what they did to Jesus, the people from Nazareth? They didn't listen to him like, oh, he's our buddy. <laughs> he was a carpenter's son. It's like, what good can come from Nazareth, they said. And so they closed their hearts to Jesus. So whoever I invite up here, don't close your heart. Open your heart. And let whatever God has on their hearts and in their hearts and deposited in their hearts could make a huge difference in your life. Amen? That's why, for one, just as a matter of interest, we don't, we don't particularly announce who will be preaching here on a Sunday. When we have friends that come along as apostolic gifts and friends from outside of this country, which we will have again in this year, we would let you know, hey, we'd love for you to come because so-and-so will be here sharing. We don't believe in the guests thing. We believe in a friendship thing. So when people come, they're not guests. They're friends of this church. And so we don't necessarily also... Other than that, announce which elder will be preaching. Because we don't want to build around people. We want to build around the people of God. Not around the pulpit, but around the people. And so, sometimes we as human beings, we become attached to an individual. And we're like, oh, I'll only come when so-and-so leads the worship or so-and-so preaches. Um, we want to celebrate the gift of God upon everyone. Amen? So, just a simple thing. That was for free this morning. All right. Um, and so I, I want to invite um, a couple of people that will come up one by one. And um, first person is a friend. Well, all of them are friends. And uh, first person is a, is a dear friend. Quinton, won't you come up and please come and um, share from your heart and introduce us. Let me pray for all of you. Gee, that's a good set of notes there. That's lovely. Father, we thank you for the beauty this morning of, um, of other voices speaking to us and, and other voices challenging us and inspiring us. And Lord God, I, I pray that our hearts will be open to these voices today. Primarily, it's your voice speaking through them. And I pray for Quentin, Lord God, as he shares and Joy and Tulani later on. Each one of them will have just a confidence in their hearts, Lord God, too. To bring across what you have invested in their lives, particularly in 2023. So I pray, Lord God, just your uh, real peace upon them, the peace of God to rest upon them. And uh, help them to share from their heart, Lord God, as you have impacted their hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Bless you. Morning, everyone. Morning, morning. I don't know whether to thank Vessi or to... <laughs> I'm not going to go there. So Vessi asked me to share a few words from 2023. Um, 
He asked me to talk for 10 minutes. And I was like, how the heck am I going to do that? So he said, you're going to pray, Brew. You're going to pray. So thanks, Messi. Um, this morning we're going to look at Joshua 4, when, the, when Israel was crossing over. Um, and when they got to the other side, God sent a message and said, send one, one man from each tribe to pick up a stone and leave it on the other side um, where you camp. And that is basically we taking stuff from 2023 into 2024, and we want to leave it there so that we can um, just have a reminder of what, what happened in 2023. Um, so... This morning, I just want to take us back a little bit, and then in Joshua 3, um, when, they, when the priests set, set their feet in the river, the, 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 the water raise, rose into a big heap, and um, I wonder how many of us would walk comfortably, comfortably through that water without having any anxiety. Um, so... Yeah, it's just, um, we always, when we get to a river, we, we ask for God's help. But how often do we do it in the small things like the potholes that we face? Um, <laughs> so, so, yeah, what I'm encouraging, encouraging us this year and what I've taken from last year is that the more I involved God in my life, the smoother the road became. And um, I found that I never reached rivers because um, the direction was changed by my guidance from God. Um, yeah, so um, I just want to encourage us all this year that um, just the more time you spend with God, the less anxiety you can have. Um, and yeah, your, your road to where you're going might be different to where you may end up if you don't. Um, so yeah, the nuggets for me, for me in 2023 was just that I spent a lot more time with God and my anxiety was less. And, um, instead of trying to jump over the potholes by myself, I, I asked him for guidance and the road changed for me in directions that I never thought. Sorry. So I just want to read uh, Isaiah 40, 29, 31. 29 to 31. He gives power to the faint, and to him who has no might, he increases strength. Even youth shall faint and be weary, and young men shall fall exhausted. But they who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings and they should run and not be weary. So I just want to thank God for changing my direction. And sorry about the emotion, but um, yeah, so I think now's a good time to maybe introduce Joy. <laughs> um, yeah, but anyway, so I just want to encourage everybody this year to just spend time with, with God. And your anxiety will be less, I'm sure. Thank you.
Thank you very much. I'll give him a hand. Give him a hand. I, I appreciate the fact that um, what, what Quentin read there in Isaiah, um, you know, talks about the youth, and maybe that's relevant for you still, Hebrew. Um, but, but the young and the old, when, when we grow faint and, and we turn that faint moment and that weariness into a desire to be with God, it changes our lives. And I just want to commend him because as we spent time together through the year and I just heard from him stories of what he spoke about, I saw the reality of that on his life. That, that he spoke regularly about. And it's not a chore, it's not a ritual, and it's not a law. It's you know, Often he would say, Bessie, I, I, I started doing this. I started just spending time with God, and it changed my life. And truly, as he said, the potholes in front of him, he could master, could cross and, and move ahead because of the simple thing. And you know what? We should never, never underestimate the simplicity of this. We will keep on talking about it. But maybe the one more of our commitment this year would be more time with God. There will never be enough. You can never get enough. That's enough now for God. But may we, through what you've just shared, thank you for helping us understand the beauty of time with God. And, and may that become real, that you, uh, that you set aside time with Him and even set aside more time if you're already doing that. So bless you. Thanks for that, Quinn. Joy. It is a joy to ask you to come up. So please come and share with us. Please um, appreciate her. Good morning, everyone. I'm used to speaking to like teenagers, mostly, and five-year-olds. So I don't know. Um, the oldies, sometimes you tend to have serious faces. <laughs> um, so for me this morning, what I'm going to talk about that God has just been teaching me um, since 2023 and into this year is gratitude in literally every situation of your life. Um, it all started in 2022, though. I was walking to work and I was really dragging my feet and I was dreading the day. I don't know how you guys have been doing it for all these years. It must be difficult. And it definitely is hard to get out of bed all the time. But as I was walking to work, I was really like, why am I going to work? Why do I have to do this? Why do I have to be out of my bed? And then something said to me, why don't you just be a bit more grateful? And I remember one time in 2023, I met up with one of my friends that I learned with in high school. And we were just doing a little catch up. And she said, well, at least you have a job that pays you on time. And so I thought about that. I was like, God is really there. God is always working. And um, I'm just going to start off with a scripture um, in um, 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 18. I'm going to start from 16. It says, always be joyful. Never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is the Lord's will for you for all who belong to Christ Jesus. I don't know how many of you would be able to give thanks in every circumstance, like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They were told that they're going to be thrown into a fire. And when we turn to Daniel 3, verse 16, can we just turn there if you have your Bible? 
Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied, O Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the Lord whom we serve will be able to save us. He will rescue us from the power, from your power, your majesty. But even if he doesn't, we want to make it clear to you, your majesty, that we will never serve your gods or worship the gold statue you have set up. And then there's Paul and Silas. They were in the prison. I don't know how many of you would sing praises when you're in the prison. They sang praises and then there was an earthquake and God released them from prison. And I remember one time, um, Pastor Ghani came to practice on a Wednesday and he said to us, it doesn't matter what's going on in your life. You're here to praise God. And he taught us that day that praise is a sacrifice. And I just want to encourage you today that the more you seek God and the more you praise him, you start to see who he is instead of your problems. When you focus on your problems, you tend to worry a lot and you magnify your problems and they're so big, but you forget how big your God is. And when we praise God, we are thankful for who he is. We don't magnify our problems and we don't put God in a bottle. Sometimes we put God in, our, in a bottle and we forget how big he is and how much he can answer our prayers. I saw this quote this week that said, why is our generation so unhappy? And the response was overconsumption of other people's lives. We're such a generation where we just want, 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 and we forget that we need to praise God. We forget that God has given us so much. And for me, my testimony is, it comes from band, band practice. It's really difficult. Um, I think I'm also gonna get emotional. <laughs> so we get there on Wednesday and you've had a long, long day at work. And Uncle Jay is like, you need to sing. You need to worship from your heart. And you're like, I don't even feel like it. But we sing a song that says, I'll praise when I feel it and I'll praise when I don't. And for me, that was my testimony in 2023. And just being able to praise God opened up my eyes to see who he was instead of how big my problems were. And he's always working. And in 2023, may we never forget that. Psalm 103 verse 2 says, Praise the Lord with all that you are and forget not his benefits. And that's my message to you. And that will go into my second point, which is, is anything too hard for God? Another testimony that I'm going to share is debrief. Um, the leaders that I hear will know that debrief is a lot of work for us on Friday. And I'm going to try not to expose the leaders to the youth that I hear or anyone else. But a lot of the prayers that God answered for us debrief leaders were not material prayers. They were spiritual things. There were times where we just pray and pray and pray and we'll be asking God, when is this going to get better? And then we get to the end of the term, boom, we realize God has answered each and every, each and every one of our prayers. There's a verse in John 17, verse 15, where Jesus is praying to God and it says, I 
I'm not asking you to take them out of the world, but to keep them safe from the evil one. So debrief was hard, but God didn't say, I'm going to take you out. I'm going to strengthen you because there is nothing too hard for you, for me. So that is my message to you today, that there's nothing too hard for God and continue to praise him. So my messages are, sorry, I missed out that point. Praise him with all that you are and all that you have always. Be grateful and don't forget what he did for you last year and what he will do for you in the years that are coming. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Nothing is too hard for him. He is a big God and put your trust in him. Thank you. That's incredibly special. I um, I think what is so great about listening to a story and a testimony from from someone like Joy and and I, um, I do want to appreciate her, but also at the same time, I think it is good for you to know that there are there are a number of young people in this church that are incredibly sacrificial in the way that they serve. Just listening to your story, Joy, of um, praising God no matter what, praising God in the midst of great difficulty, there's normal things that we face. But on top of that, the sacrifices that, that, that um, many of our young people go through to be able to pour our lives into this church on a Wednesday night. Many of our worship team members are young people, most of them. Um, and they come every Wednesday night to rehearse from about six to half past eight, often to nine. And then many of those that are part of the worship team are also part of the leadership team on a Friday night when we have about 100 plus young people coming here from the whole community and they serve at the same time. Another four or five hours are given on a Friday night. And I'm like, God, gee, that speaks to me, you know. And, and when you listen to a story of somebody that says, I want to praise God and be thankful in the midst of all of these things, you know that it's that it's real. It's not just, hey, I'm going to go Google what is nice to share on a Sunday morning. It comes from a life that is truly sacrificial. And hers and, and many others, I don't want to in any way um, embarrass others, but there is a point where we, can, we have to commend and appreciate one another. So I just want to say to all the young people that are serving in the way that you guys are, you're incredible. Paul writes to Timothy, he says, you know what, you need to not let people despise you for your youth, but it doesn't stop there. He says, but be an example to other believers. And so don't ever, because of our age, look at young people and say, what can they teach me? I'm going to say that again. Don't let your age determine who you will listen to. If it's younger people that can speak to us, let it happen. Open your heart and be humble enough. And maybe that's one thing that we can take from 2023. That's the aim this morning, is to look at those milestones, those memorial stones from 2023 and plant them this morning. What Quentin has shared, what Joy has just helped us to understand. And they put them in our lives and say, God, I want to walk into this new year with it. Tulani, thanks, my friend. Won't you come and uh, share with us? Morning, everybody. Uh, compliments of the new year. It's good to see you all uh, this year. Yeah. Yes, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> um, 
when Vesi asked me to share uh, what was uh, what God was uh, lay, what God had laid in my heart in 2023 going to 2024, it was a difficult um, assignment uh, because for the longest time in 2023, I seemed to be walking alone. You know, God was just seemingly quiet. And um, towards Christmas, when we were doing Christmas shopping for the, the kids, uh, we are lucky enough to have people who write letters to Santa. And funny enough, those letters always come back to us. So, yeah, I saw a lot of parents running around and, you know, hustle and bustle. We went into a shop and there was all this commotion and people trying to get you know, gifts for their kids and whatnot. Personally, I, I get to a point where I shut down and I let see my wife do everything because I think her and Santa are, are friends somehow. So I'll sit in the car and I'll wait. And as I was sitting in the car, looking at all the hustle and bustle that was going on, um, a scripture dropped into my spirit, Matthew 7, verse 11. If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more your heavenly Father, who is in heaven, how much more will he, good gifts will he, will, will he give to you? That scripture was heavy in my heart that, oh my God, there are so many gifts as a parent that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the African person who thinks school fees is a gift. If I do school run for you, that's a gift that you should take for Christmas, but she obviously believes in the Santa Christmas gifts. But it hit me that, oh my God, there are so many things that our Heavenly Father, so many good gifts that He gives to us and we don't even think about them, you know? And Christmas, being Christmas, is not just a time for receiving and giving gifts, but it's a time for celebrating the greatest gift that God gave us, which was His Son, Jesus, because of His love for us. Our Heavenly Father loves us. I think that's one thing that hit me, that, oh my God, God loves me so much that he sent his son to die on the cross for me. And in 2023, I was, you know, a bit, you know, worried and anxious and whatever. But it hit me that, oh my God, there's so much that is going on that God does behind, you know, the, 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 all that we can see, life, health, a job, a family, friends, a church, brothers and sisters, fellowship. And I said, you know, I think I'll start and just thank God. I'll take this into 2024 as a memorial stone that there are good gifts that God is giving uh, to me. And point number two, we got something for our son. And when we got it, we thought, okay, we, we had to analyze and say, no, but he's a bit too young, he's a bit too this, it's not yet safe. So there were certain things that we had to do around the house in order for him to be safe with that gift. That's why I think the word good gifts, God doesn't want to just give you a gift that will not be good. So a gift has to be how can I put this? A gift has to be good. It must not harm you. 
So in order for us to give him that gift, we had to do certain things around the house so that he will be safe with that gift. That's God. That's how he does it. And unfortunately, we could not catch the Christmas Santa Christmas tree for that time. But it hit me that, you know, at times we get so disappointed. We get so depressed that I ask for this, I ask for this, and God hasn't given me. But let me tell you, it could be on the way. And he's just making sure that there are certain things that he's barricading and fixing up so that the good, the gift that he's going to give you is going to be good. And last but not least, uh, Vesi, the 10 minutes, uh, it's a challenge, you know. And last but not least, it's a scripture that has hit me so hard. It says, be anxious for nothing. Philippians 4 verse 6, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. At times when all these things happen, we, we become anxious, we, become, we start to fret. And when we do that, we lose focus of some of the memorial stones that God has been doing throughout the year. And we so focus on what we have not received. So I guess my, my word for the church or the word that God put in my heart is he is our heavenly father and he loves us. He's got good gifts for us. Uh, some we will not see, some we will see. But be guaranteed they are good gifts. And last but not least, we also have a part to play. We have to avoid anxiety. We have to um, be prayerful. And for some of us, we have to be giving. For some of us, we have to be loving. For some of us, we have to be forgiving. There are so many things that we also have to do in 2024 so that um, we would have a a successful year, I guess. Yeah. Otherwise, that's all from me. Thank you very much. Have a blessed morning. Thank you so much, Talon. I um. I think it's just so helpful for us to be able to allow other voices to come and share. Um, and Talani, taking the time out, and I know from just again, if I may just relate a little bit to what you've been sharing, Talani, that um, during the year, various changes that you guys had gone through and the impact on, of that on your lives, but yet the, the um, consistency on your character. I want to commend you for it. Just every time um, Talani would have had many, many mornings that he would enable, well, he'd be able to join us, for, for, particularly for Man Up, and, and the change of it during the year. And, and I remember just... So often he'll come and say, I so miss out on it, I miss that, and I, and I wish I could still come. And, but his character never changed. It's not like he gave up and became despondent and blamed God and became upset with God. It's just that he could remain consistent. And so just hearing what you're sharing in terms of the Father being so kind means that there's something in your life that's clearly established, that you know the Father is good and that he has good gifts for us. And so these are the things that we should never underestimate.
The things that God has over the years, and particularly in 2023, established in your life, keep that. And, and bring that into this year as, a, as we, we've done this morning as a memorial stone. Go and look it up. Uh, and I think it would be obviously a long exercise if we were to ask each one of you to come and say, listen, what is it that in 2023 really stood out for you that you don't want to lose, that God really established and, and, and built into your system almost, that it's never going to leave you. It's like, and this I know, that I know, that I know, that I know about God. And, and I want to encourage you, go find those things, would you? Like we've encouraged uh, people to go and spend some time on that. And, and it's beautiful what has come out from three different people. We could have 30 different people do the same. And it would encourage us. I want to um, encourage you and challenge you perhaps to go back. And, and even the tough times in 2023. God would have taught you something. Perhaps you would have done something in your heart during that. That you don't want to just um, look at with a, almost like a disgust in your heart and say, oh, I despise that. Oh, that was bad. But maybe there's something in it that God has taught you that you don't want to lose. Because you're going to need it as we go into 2024. I hope that makes sense. And so when Joshua was commanded by the Lord to take 12 stones from each from the tribe, as they've gone through the River Jordan, it, and the Bible says it was set there so that future generations could be reminded of God's faithfulness. There's a future coming into being in 2024 that your experiences of 2023 could be encouraged by. And that what God has done in your life and in my life in 2023, as we hold on to those things, even the bad things. I'm like, God, that was tough. But I saw this about you in that. That you will carry that with you into 2024 and use it as an encouragement, a reminder for yourself, but also something to encourage others with. So don't despise the things that weren't so great. And don't just build on the things that, weren't, that were just so wonderful. But use both to build memorial stones into 2024. I trust that will help you and bless you guys. Let's appreciate them again for sharing this morning. So good. We, we're going we're gonna to end our time together this morning around the beauty of Jesus. Jesus is, in no way can we limit him to a memorial stone. But we do need to remind ourselves of what Jesus has done. And so in a sense, breaking bread and drinking of the cup is... Is a memorial moment. Because Paul encourages us that as often as we do this, we, we remind ourselves of what Jesus has done for us. So there's no greater thing to think back of than the complete sacrifice of Jesus on the cross. And so we're going to invite you. There's a table on my right, and there's one right at the back and in the front. Yeah. And this is these tables are open for all of you that have a testimony in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord of your life. That you have a testimony that, in my memory, I know that I got one stage of my life or whatever moment of my life, I got to the place where I recognized my sin and I repented of it and I asked Jesus to forgive me and he became the Lord of my life. That is what qualifies us to meet around the table. Not membership to a local church, first of all but a membership to the body of Christ.
where we recognize our unity with Him and with one another. And so this morning as we break bread, it's open for all of you that carry such a testimony that Jesus is Lord of your lives. But I want to ask you that as you go and partake and break of the bread that speaks of the body of Christ that was broken for us, and you drink of the cup, which is a simple juice, you remind yourself of what He's done on that credible day that brought deliverance and freedom to so many millions of people already. But as you do that this morning, why don't you think back on 2023 and thank God for the things that you believe should be memorial stones as you go into 2024. Say, God, I remember that. I remember when God spoke to me from this beautiful book, Jeremiah. And God just had something unique in there for me. And as I think about that, I want to bring that with me into 2024. Whatever it is for you, an experience that you had, a word from the Lord, a moment with Jesus, a moment with God's people that you believe, and that deeply impacted my life. Don't want to forget about that. I want to bring it into 2024. And want you thank the Lord for it and ask Him, God, please, as I go into 2024, I want to go with this. All right, I want to enter this new year with this beautiful um, truth about who you are, this what you've done in my life last year that I shouldn't forget. And so, Lord, as we, we come to the end of our gathering this morning, we thank you for your grace and your kindness. You're such a great God. We love you so much. Lord, as we think of 2024, there's... There's not fear and trepidation in our hearts. There's hope. We have eternal hope. We live with eternity in mind, Lord God. We don't live with the temporal in mind. We live with eternity in our hearts. And I thank you that as we, even right now, stop to think about what has given us hope for eternity, and that is Jesus and Him dying on the cross. I thank you that as that has brought so much change to our lives. Everything we need is found in you. In Christ alone, I put my trust. In Christ alone. So help us, Father, as we break bread now. I thank you that there will be this beautiful focus on you. But I also pray, Lord, that you will help us to, to, to remember the things that you did in this last year that we should not forget about, that we should bring with us into 2024 and set them up as memorial stones in our lives. Your faithfulness last year, Lord God, has brought us to this point. Help us to be mindful, mindful of those things and take them with us into this next year. And as we meet around the table right now, Lord God, I thank you that in this moment you will help us to do that indeed. I trust you for it in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord.